Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, September the 28th, and it is the, miraculously, the first day of the Major League Baseball season this 2020 year that the Phillies, uh, that we know for a fact the Phillies will not be making the playoffs. It took it up to the very last day of the season, and the Phillies missed the playoffs after... Honestly, just a stunning collapse, a shocking, disastrous, embarrassing collapse in September. So much so to the point that in this last series against the Rays, it turned out the way things played out, that even after losing the first two games of the series against the Rays, all they would have had to do was win that last game with the Giants and the Brewers losing as well. And the Phillies would have made the playoffs at 29-31. and 31. Instead, they end up being 28-32 and 32 on the season. They go on a run to end the season, losing seven of their last eight games. Win one of those. One of those. And they're in the playoffs. One more. That's it. Seven of eight. In the last 25 games of the season, the, the Phillies finished 9 and 17. Come on, man. A Phillies team that at points within the last couple weeks had a playoff probability of like 90%. And now we wake up today, Monday the 28th, and the Phillies are out mercifully, if we're being honest about it. I don't think anyone needed to see this bullpen in the playoffs. Um, really, truly, though, on a, on, a, on a basic level, as a Phillies fan, just a, a disastrous season. I mean, if we're, let's, let's call it for what it is. It was a, um, a truly stunning collapse. 
especially when you take into account what has happened with this Phillies team the last two years, the last two Septembers, the collapses we've seen, and then for them this year with Joe Girardi with eight playoff teams. To collapse the way they did is, uh, again, stunning's the word. It's stunning. It's hard to believe. It seems to defy logic. It seems to defy reason that they could do it again. Again. (laughs) And they lost 7 of 8 to end the season. They go into Tampa to face a Rays team that, which, and I railed against this last week, as you know if you listen to the show, but that quote-unquote didn't have anything to play for. That didn't mean anything to me because they're still better than the Phillies, even if they're playing. Their backups are better. But, well, that team that didn't have anything to play for swept the Phillies. Oh, my God. And, again, that it turned out that they could have just, just won one. That was it. Didn't even need to do much. Just win one game. One game this weekend. And they would have been in the playoffs. The, to lose that way, to lose on Sunday yesterday, with the going into the day knowing that the Phillies needed to win and that the Brewers and Giants needed to lose for the Phillies to make the playoffs. And for the Brewers and Giants to lose and the Phillies still not to win, it just was so uh, emblematic of this season. Such a perfect way to, you know, put a bow on it. As it was a... Uh, Again, uh, really just a a, a travesty <laughs> the way the season came to an end. Again, losing 7 of 8, just a crater. Um, it's a massive disappointment, and now you know you go into an offseason with a lot of questions. Questions about the front office. Questions about JT Romuto. Questions about the direction the franchise is headed in. All that type of stuff. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely continue to talk this week and talk about that stuff. And who knows, maybe we have some news on some changes. Uh, look, I, I don't think there's any way you can not do something if you're John Middleton. Again, uh, you know, there's the video that's been going around of John Middleton saying, you know, that September collapse won't happen again, and then it happened again. So I, I think that, you know, someone's going to have to pay the price. No question. Someone deserves to pay the price. I mean, let's be real. Uh, what a massive disappointment this is. The Philadelphia Phillies, with eight playoff teams in the National League, were unable to make the playoffs. The Marlins are in the playoffs. The Reds in the playoffs. The Phillies now, with a full nine years since making the playoffs, officially, with the Padres making it this year, um... And now have the longest playoff drought, excuse me, second longest, the longest in the National League and the second longest in baseball behind the Seattle Mariners. The Fightins. It's a real bummer. Um, Let's, uh, we'll get into this whole thing and we'll spend the week talking about what's coming next and, you know, what moves are making. But, you know, we have... One last chance to talk about uh, some baseball. So why don't we talk about what happened this weekend? Is again just a massively disappointing weekend. Exactly what you expected it to be. The bullpen letting you down. Um, the team fought at times, but really, 
lifeless, particularly yesterday. Sunday's 5 nothing loss. You know, the first two games were close. Then yesterday, it just felt like they had nothing. They brought nothing. Friday, it all got started off on the wrong foot as uh, the Phillies had a chance on Friday. Uh, got a lead. Um, you know, the Tampa Bay took a lead in the first, but then in the third, the Phillies put up three. A Bryce Harper uh, triple uh, is the uh, highlight, but then he's able to score on a wild throw there. A nice, like, almost uh, not inside the parker, but a Harper, he did run the bases, so to say. Uh, made it 3-1, and then Harper and IBI single in the fifth. Made it 4-1, to one, and, you know, you know. We all know what's going to happen. Velasquez struggles, uh, goes four and a third. Three earned runs, though two of them were allowed um, after he left the game in the fifth. Ultimately, uh, the Phillies would allow two runs in the fifth, then another in the sixth, tie game 4-4. And then Adam Morgan blew it in the eighth. They give up two. The Phillies lose 6-4. to Twas all she wrote. Alec Bohm. Couple of hits. All dude does is hit. Harper had a nice game, uh, but not enough. Not enough. The Phillies lose it six to four to lose the first game of the weekend, and yet because of the absurdity of the expanded playoffs, because of the lack of good teams that could fight, the Phillies remain in it going into Saturday. Okay, you lose on Friday, come back, maybe bounce back. How about it? You want to bounce back and bring it? Maybe Philadelphia Phillies, could you maybe bounce back, do something? Well, they didn't. <laughs> Saturday against the Nats, again with the playoffs on the line, they get an early lead scoring in the first as they have done so many times this season. Uh, Gene Segura infield single, they end up getting a run on a throwing error. Uh, one nothing. the uh, Rays tie it in the fifth, uh, excuse me, in the fourth, 1-1. Uh, but then McCutcheon and, uh, hits a solo shot in the fifth. It's 2-1. Then the Mar- uh, Rays get it right back um, and more. And they take a 4-2 lead in the fifth. Ultimately, Zach Wheeler, who pitched well for the most part. Seven innings, eight strikeouts. He has not a lot of strikeouts, but the four walks killed him for, uh, along with seven hits. Just way too many base runners. Ultimately, it got him. He allows four runs. Uh, the Phillies fought back, uh, scored two in the seventh, but not enough as they fall in that one four to three. And um, just another one, another you know tough loss for this team. This team, um, Jack Fritz, my buddy, always likes to say that this team is uh, has a, a unique ability to pack a full 162-game season's worth of pain into a 60-game season. That is what it felt like, and that's what this whole weekend felt like because yesterday they come out and they lose 5 nothing, and it wasn't close. You know, they didn't look like they showed up. It really was a, a very bad performance, and um, they go down in the second one other and then give up uh, two more in the third, and then the sixth they give up two more, and that was it. The offense, last game of the season, doesn't show up at all. Six hits only, obviously no runs. And look, let's be real. Uh, Hector Neres comes in and is bad. Zach Gafflin came in in relief, pitched well. Um, JoJo pit gotten out. But but Zara Nola, three and two-thirds, six hits, three runs, three walks, six strikeouts. Um, you got to call it like you see it. Aaron Nola in the two most important starts of his career for all intents and purposes because 
they're the first time Aaron Knowles pitched in, you know, September 20-something, whatever, with the uh, playoffs on the line, and he did twice, and he didn't come through. Facts. I mean, we all know what happened in the last start against Washington. Not good enough. They lose. Real disappointment. Nola just didn't get it done. The defense didn't help him, but ultimately he did not come in and just dominate the way he needed to. And then again yesterday, it's exactly what we see. Nola just not good enough. And if you're going to be the ace, you know, if you're going to be an ace's ace, you, you got to do better in those spots. Certainly in one of the two, you know, you can't have back-to-backs like that. And and look, you could say like, oh, well, it's, you know, wearing down the end of the season. What? It's only 60 games. Yes, it's technically, quote-unquote, the end of a season, but not a real 162-game season. Not something we should be wearing down in September. He hasn't pitched that much. Um, so that excuse doesn't fly for me, uh, obviously. And, um, you know, he just needs to be better. We know how dominant he could be. We've He's had those starts this year, the, the, the seven innings, ten strikeouts or whatever, you know, those kinds of starts where he's just locked in and dominant. And, and that wasn't him yesterday. And they really, really needed that. They really needed Aaron Noll to be the ace that he's supposed to be. You know, um, this team isn't good enough for him to not be that ace. As we've seen, look, ultimately, this team did not deserve to make the playoffs. They're, for the most part, a pretty bad baseball team, all things considered. Certainly with the injuries now, and, and obviously the bullpen being historically bad leans them in that way. Um, but um, we talked all the time about how, you know what, though, at the top, Nola Wheeler, that's real. That's something we can count on. That could be scary in a playoff series, whatever, 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 whatever. Nola had two chances in not playoff games, but games that mattered like that, live or die. And, you know, look, if we win one of the two Nola starts over the last week, we're in the playoffs, right? So, you know, it was a massive, massive start, and Nola wasn't good. He just was not good. Factual. Not good enough, that's for sure. And yesterday, not good. As again, they, they're lifeless. You come out with your season on the line, over the weekend and scores seven runs over three and four in the first three in the second zero in the third regress. It, it just was a bummer. It was a real bummer of the weekend, especially, you know, thinking about it now, like do we get changes in the front office? I would think so. Obviously the reports that have come out have, have leaned in that direction. Jim Bowden suggested it. Ken Rosenthal suggested it, but I've also heard other people go the other way. And look, Matt Klintak just got a, a contract extension, you know, this past offseason. So um, I would assume that Middleton makes some changes, Klintak would fail type stuff. We'll see. Um, we'll talk about it as it happens. But I think it's leaning that way. I mean, this is, again, the look, it's been five years of this rebuild, right? I mean, five years of this thing, and they haven't made the playoffs. They couldn't even do it with the eight playoff teams in this sham of a season you know and you know someone has to to take the responsibility for that you know that's not just something you say ah you know it's all good we'll get them next year no someone has to take responsibility and, and that's my guess of who it is and who it will be um but again there are a lot of issues facing this team this offseason that's just one of them i mean the jt romuto situation he was not uh permitted to speak to the media yesterday so we don't know what's going to happen um, he has 
potentially played his last game as a Philly, you know, and we'll talk more about it. Obviously, you know, free agency doesn't start after the World Series, and even then we know it usually takes time, especially for the big ones, as we remember with the Bryce Harper chase, which was the worst. Um, But, um, I mean, JT might have played his last game as a Philly. And if you lose JT, what next? Where'd he go? What do you do? It's a, uh, the, this is a really, um, a pivotal off season for this franchise, for this team that could have change coming and could kind of redirect the future of the franchise and the now. Um, and look again, you know, there's no positives with how this season played out in the end and, and how bad it, it ended and all that. But I mean, Look, Alec Bohm is real. That dude's awesome, and we learned that this year. That's something. Um, and I do think that, you know, there's some talent on the Major League roster. Um, signing JT seems pretty imperative to me, but uh, it's going to be interesting. We're, we'll track all that. But ultimately, I, I, it is going to be interesting to see how it shakes out with the, uh, you know, what what Middleton decides to do, and we'll obviously talk about it and react to it. But ultimately, um you know, you have to look at this and say it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable as a fan. I look at it and say, how could you possibly collapse again this in September? That's it's a disaster. Seven of eight to end the season. I mean, that's just... It's unbelievable that with eight playoff teams, they didn't make it. It's truly unbelievable. So, uh, in terms of who made the playoffs, the NL Central, four of five teams making it. How about that? Um, the Atlanta Braves win the NL East, and the Miami Marlins come in second. How about that? The Marlins have been to the playoffs more recently than the, recently than the Phillies. Phillies, Mets, Nats, out. The Phillies ultimately end up three games behind the Marlins. How sad is that, too? They just cratered. They cratered. They were 9-19 and away from home this year. That's wild. Um, the Cubs end up, uh, winning the central. They're the three seed behind the Braves who are one game better. The Cardinals, Reds, Brewers all make it. The Brewers, uh, become one of the, uh, first two teams along with the Houston Astros, um, to become the first two sub 500 playoff teams in the history of baseball. Pretty wild. Uh, not good, as far as I'm concerned. I think it's horrible. But the Brewers get in. Uh, Gabe Kapler's Giants losing yesterday. The Brewers end up winning their tiebreaker against them. Both those teams lost. So, again, if the Phillies won, they had the tiebreaker over both of them. But whatever. Of course. Uh, so four teams from the Central, and then the Dodgers and the Padres in. It'll be Dodgers versus Brewers in that first round there. And then uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out after that. It would be... Uh, either Marlins, um, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Marlins can do is what I was saying. Um, it's going to be fun to, uh, look, the Dodgers and the Padres have been the two best teams in the AL for sure, in the NL for sure. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Marlins do. They got six, though. They got some pitching. Alcantara's nice. Maybe they could be the, what we thought Nolan Wheeler would be. Uh, ultimately, though, um, it's going to be tough to, uh, to get juiced with the Phillies missing out on eight playoff teams. American League-wise, the Rays, uh, the one seed winning the East. The Twins and A's uh, both finished 36 and 24 to win their divisions. 
Um, then the uh, White Sox and Indians, both 35 and 25, very impressive records for non-division uh, winners. Um, so they get in. Then the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Astros rounding out the American League side of the playoffs. Again, half, over half the league got in, and the Phillies weren't part of that over half the league. That is it's shocking. I mean, the Phillies need to really look inside and, and reevaluate how they, they're doing their business. Because, I mean, again, for a big market team with the history that we have here in Philadelphia, certainly recent history with the, you know, 07 to 11 run. For them not to make the playoffs for nine years, for it to be the second longest stretch without a playoff appearance in, in baseball? That's embarrassing. The Phillies should never be in that position. That's crazy, to be honest. I mean, it's it's out of control. Like, the Phillies, that should never happen. That should never happen. And that's where we're at. And, again, there there's real concern. Again, I think there's some talent on the Major League roster, but there's a lot of question marks. The JT Romito thing, obviously the biggest one, but Didi Gregorius is a free agent. You know, it was a one-year deal. We'll see what happens with that. And then, uh, you know, I mean, the bullpen, how do you fix that? I mean, that's a freaking disaster right now. Uh, you know, are they going to go over the luxury tax? That's a massive question, you know? They've got to replace people in the rotation. There's so much to be done. You know, this team is really flawed and and needs work. And then that's not even talking about the overall we need in the minor leagues and how far away it is in terms of that. So, you know, if they do get rid of Matt Glendeck, which, again, I would, I would expect, but I don't know. Uh, you know, what do they do? Who do they bring in? Uh, what kind of uh, a thinker is that person? It's going to be a fascinating offseason, and, and if they don't, it's going to be really interesting to see the reaction to that too because obviously it does seem like the fan base is certainly very uh, opinionated in what it believes should happen. So um, it's a really important offseason. This team has spent the last five years trying to build up to be something that they are clearly not. And I think when you have five years of those type of results and it hasn't changed, I think you need to reevaluate, right? You need to step back and be like, okay, well, this didn't work. What what next? Where do we go from here? How do we rebuild our farm system? How do we compete with a, a group of guys we've got here now who should be able to compete together? I mean, like, if you can re-sign Romuto, I mean, Romuto and Harper, I mean, those guys, that they're in their prime. It's, it's got to be go time with those guys, you know? Um, same with McCutcheon. I mean, he's not in his prime anymore. He's past it. But, I mean, like, they've got a lot of guys on the roster, the older guys, you know, guys who are entering their prime or in their prime. You know, Bohm really the only young bat that you feel good about. And, and, and granted, again, we feel amazing about him. I'm all in on Alec Bohm. He's might be the Phillies player I'm most excited about their future and watching him for the next whatever amount of years. Um, I just love him. He's an amazing hitter. He's so talented. It's so natural. It's it's he's just a savant. But um, you know, there's not a lot of young talent here, and it's more of a team that's built to win now. 
it's just not close to good enough to win now. Certainly not with the bullpen. So they're going to have to spend money. They're going to have to be willing to um, to buy a little bit to help and then you know, really try and draft and develop better as they have stuff coming along in the pipeline to sustain, to sustain and make this team viable over a long period of time and not just on a, you know, uh, one season basis. And, and even then, just be viable. Again, it's been nine years since the playoffs. Nine years, it's been so long, especially after that run of five straight years. This is a real, surreal, tough spot for the Phillies. They need to turn around, especially with, you know, John Middleton has been very open and talked very loudly about how much he wants to win, how much he's willing to pay to win, whatever it takes and all that type of stuff, bring the the, the trophy back to Philadelphia and all that. So it's time for him to, to kind of put up or shut up in that spot. Like he is... um. He's he knows I'm sure that this is a time where he's gonna have to figure it out and figure out what's best for the franchise and and, and make that decision and you know, we got hope he's right because it's a uh, it's an important moment for the franchise I'll I'll put it that way I think it's a very important moment ah what a bummer what a bummer of a season it, it really was it was just a, in the end a um a season that had a couple high points. Um, the 10 of 11 was super fun, um, but ultimately a season that, that just featured a lot of heartache and a lot of, uh, no fun watching baseball games. Cause we knew the bullpen was going to blow it every night. It just sucked. It wasn't a great year. So let's hope that some changes get made on the roster and we can kind of have a, a better team next year and a better bullpen for sure. And, uh, and we can kind of flush the memory of this season and this horrible year uh, down the drain and uh, move forward. All right. Uh, we will be back this week, though. We'll continue to talk about, uh, you know, kind of eulogize the season, look ahead, the biggest storylines, all that. So that'll be coming up the rest of this week. And uh, obviously we'll keep our eye on any news coming out. If they decide to make any changes or anything, we'll be all over it. So until tomorrow, thank you for listening to another edition uh first stay safe stay healthy and thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.